Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ciao. Ciao, Gerla. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Gerla. <laughs> Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Ciao, Gerla. My Ciao. brilliant friend. My brilliant friend, Lenu, Lila. Lila and Leno. Lila, Lelu, Lenu, Elena, but people call her Lenu. And then Lila. Aww. Have I you love... watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Duh. I went to go see it at the Arclight like the day that it was released with a Q&A afterwards. Was it good? <sighs> yeah, it was really good. It was um, emotional, sexual, radical. She's amazing, that actress. God, they're both really good, but that blonde actress is so hot. Adele. Adele. Every French actress is named Adele. They really are, and they're all like stunningly gorgeous. Who's the girl from Blue is the Warmest Color? Yeah, she's Adele too. What happened I love to her? her in that movie? Just she like slurps up all food all the time. She's always slurping food up. It shows it's like a little pasta drivel on her chin. Ugh, it's so sexy. That movie was wild. That movie was wild. I miss like, I love like European faces are so nice and refreshing to see. I'm so used to American Instagram face now that I know it's like the, delightful to see someone with like a real face. The movie was. Yeah. That part where she just slaps her. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Leah Sado just slaps Adele. I love it. Euros are always slapping each other. Leah Sado in that movie has a very at the end has like that Dale. Like courting Dale Mercer energy that you give off. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey. Hey. In a suit. Hey, mama. But then all those stories about how the director was like Sven them 
Oh, was he? Pl- he was playing them against each other. Yeah, he like controlled everything they did, and like it was. I think it was kind of a harrowing, like a little bit of a Me Too thing. Yeah, not like movie sexual, seems like just it like would psychological. Be very difficult to work on. Yeah, as an actress, and it felt like a little bit like. I mean, I can't speak to this because I'm not a lesbian, but I like felt the sex scenes felt a little inauthentic. Like it felt like a man, what he wanted two women to be doing. Maybe. Yeah. I think I, I, I think I heard. remembering the like fake vagina that she wore. Yeah. But. It was filmed kind of pornographically like. Yeah. There's like a 20 minute sex scene where they're like. Like scissor fucking in like a way that's felt like porno y like straight guy. I don't know. I scissor maybe, once maybe. and it just didn't really do it for me. I was like, why would we do this when we could do other things? <laughs> yeah. No, it just felt it felt like it felt male gazy. As they say. Oh my god, Ooh. I totally it's something on your wall in your hallway but i totally looked up and thought there was a, someone in your hallway for a second get the fuck out what did you see it's in the it's like that thing on the wall that black there's something on the wall that it, no, no no in the doorway that shadow yeah that it's like something it's like a plant oh or God. something laura I, I got fully like um, un- that movie unfriended <laughs> If I got unfriended while recording this podcast, I would hope that somehow it would see the light of day. I'd make it work. Okay, come over. Be- if I get un- if I get unfriended, you have to come over. I swear to God, I don't have COVID. You have to come over and like figure out how to upload the episode. Best yeah. of luck to you. <laughs> With an intruder in the home. <laughs> that you is to take I- Tony. You have to take him away from this place. My heart just stopped for a second. Oh, my God. I, I was literally like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, the, you didn't say anything. You were just going to let it. You were going to. No, I was like, I like. No, it's it, it's that delayed where you're like, I'm seeing something, but I can't process it. Mm-hmm. It's like when, I told you about how I saw that UFO. When? Did I tell you this? Did you tell me this? Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Well, tell me again and I'll let you know. Okay. So it was January and um, we were smoking a cig on our balcony and we looked up. I was, so you can see Running Canyon from our apartment. Yeah. And it's like you definitely the hill. didn't tell me this. It's like a black at night. The hills are just black and then mm-hmm. over the hill is obviously the valley. So you see like occasionally we'll see planes landing at Burbank or like we get a lot of helicopters over here because Hollywood always has police helicopters. So like we're used to seeing stuff in the sky, but, um, and this was pre COVID. So there were actually stuff in the sky and, um, I was facing the Canyon. Simon was facing like towards mid city and I was talking about something and I looked up over this part of running Canyon where I don't, the angle that it was going, you don't see helicopters going over there a lot. You don't, it's not a plane path. Mm-hmm. this one spot and I saw this like strobing thing it was like this hot look the um light looked like cold and metallic almost 
and it was strobing in a way that I've never seen an object strobing before. And I was talking as I was looking at it, but in my head I was trying to figure out what it was. And then I just stopped and said, what is that? And Simon turned around and he caught it, thank God. And we watched for like 10, and it was moving really fast and it was going down at like a crazy pitch, but moving in an intentional speed. So it wasn't like a meteor. Whoa. And it just, it was super weird. And like I'd never, and then we kept thinking it was a helicopter and we saw something last week that looked like. Or like a Tesla a, rocket or something like that, like a yeah, SpaceX launch. Well, they're now, we saw something last week that looked like maybe it was what we saw, but like I still think it might have been something like, I don't know. And then the night before I'd read that night, I, I went on Twitter to just look up if anyone was like tweeting about stuff. And the night before there had been some UFO spottings in L.A., Whoa, okay. You totally saw a UFO. It could have been like a military thing. It was weird though. That like is I, weird. I, I've never seen one. Like I believe in aliens, but I just have never seen one. And I was like... Damn. And Simon is usually the more like level one. And he, I was like, at one point I was like, it's probably just a helicopter. And he was like, mm-mm. No, babe, it's an alien. An alien, but... Wow. But then, but lately, okay, so since Quarantina, um, I've been seeing way more military helicopters. And yeah. um, just like police are, police are trolling us with helicopters right now. They're, They're out. Police are everywhere. They're, they are totally like going around in the neighborhood and stuff. And I always, police just freak me out. Like I, as like someone that has been arrested multiple times, I'm like, the relationship is soured. So like when I see a police car, I immediately feel like I'm doing something wrong. Even if I'm just like walking the dog and I get flustered. Well, that's what they want. Yeah. But can I just say, I love a police helicopter when they're shining their like lights down on the neighborhood, like, yeah, no, it's but, very well, Terminator. It's very Terminator, and it's like a you're in like an action movie. Like, obviously, yeah. I wouldn't love it all the time, but there was one day where I, one night where I was walking Tony, and there was a helicopter circling my neighborhood, and it was shining its like floodlights down, and then I just stood and looked up at it and waited <laughs> for it to shine down on me so I could live like my like action movie truth. And it felt really cathartic. I was like, I am Mackenzie Davis. You are. I am. And it was like, I was like, <gasps> and then it went on with its merry way. But yeah. On, fr- on Friday night, we were we were watching something and I looked up for a second and I heard, because sometimes I just sneak up on you. Oh, yeah. And we're on the seventh floor. So like some, they're pretty like not that far away from us. Mm-hmm. And it was Especially silent on the side building because like it would block sound until they're kind of like right yeah. there. Yeah, and all of a sudden we just heard. And we looked over, and the <laughs> light they shine their light directly into our apartment <gasps> so much where I, my heart stopped and I my first thought was was being I was like hi and then I was like because <laughs> I'm just so deprived and then we shot into the balcony and it was circling over near where we used to where I used to live in West Hollywood like a mile away. And then we went on the Citizen app and there was like 12 LAPD arriving at the scene on Fountain and Gardner. And there was a full, like there was a guy apparently in his apartment with a rifle. So they brought in like 
a dozen cop cars. There were lights everywhere. And then all of a sudden there were three police helicopters circling. And we went on Citizen App, which is so crazy right now. If you look at it, like everyone's going, everyone's like wilding out. Oh, and I need to get back into it because it's been a minute since I've looked at Citizen. I saw this weekend man impersonating police officer. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. But, but we were watching this one. It was like all these people were live streaming because on Citizen you can live stream or upload videos of of the scene. Oh yeah, and so some you can just one on the beat in Citizen. Total, app. And we 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 followed these two girls that were their apartment was like right above all this shit was happening, and they were out in their balcony, and they were so funny, and they were just like they were just like. Like they were like reporting live from Fountain, Fountain for Life. We're all my Fountain people, and they were just like broadcasting the situation. They were telling us everything, and then they periodically would be like, "Okay, also follow us on on Instagram." <laughs> and they would, and Simon and I both followed them. We were like, "Yes," <laughs> we were like, and there were two thousand people watching at one point, and everyone was just like, it felt like the whole like, oh my god, that's amazing community, and they were just so funny. They were like. Like they weren't, they weren't even saying anything that funny, but for some reason it, they were just like tickling me. It was so hilarious. They need to start being like that Jake Gyllenhaal movie or whatever. Nightcrawler. Night. They need to start nightcrawling and then just like covering stuff. That's kind they kept, of like they kept, they kept laughing and then, and then they'd be like, "But really, this isn't funny, and we're both we're really concerned." <laughs> I mean, like, in a way, COVID is kind of like the great equalizer in terms of media and like for content sure. and news. Because if you think about it now, like everyone that's like a professional has to like has to like broadcast from their closet. Like they don't have hair and makeup teams anymore, so it really becomes like up to citizens to citizens. like tell you what's what. Yeah, I kind of love I mean, that. I love follows on Instagram. Yeah, they kept being like, by the way, follow us on Instagram. And the other girl was like, oh, stop plugging our Instagrams. And she was like, what? And she's like, you don't have to follow us. And the other girl was like, no, really, follow us. I love also just like the informality about that feels like nicer than having like a news person. Yeah, because it's like real. And they were yeah. they were actually giving good information. Ugh, I'm obsessed with them. Two stars. Two stars are born. And they kept going stars. like, they kept going like, we, we love fountain fountain for life. And they kept going FFL. <laughs> <laughs> I love their love for fountain, a street right? that I love, but would not want to live off of. Where do you no. park? I know I, I lived off it. It was hard. Yeah. It's a true parking graveyard. That area is an axis of evil a little bit. That's where Genesee is. Oof, That's where I yeah. got like held up. That's where that guy you said was bombing cars. Oh my god, yeah. The car the garage bomber who bombed a car like just catty corner from where I used to live on Ogden. Oh my god, Ogden. Fucking Ogden. Ogden, Ogden was iconic. Ogden Drive when I lived like down the street from James Kennedy. Yeah. That was an iconic time. Also, James Kennedy is like Do we think he's actually sober? I hope so. I want for him yeah. to be sober, but I don't I don't know. I have to say, as someone who's in recovery, Lala is like not a portrait of recovery. Yeah, she I mean, she's a portrait of struggle, but like she's so she's mean, not like self-aware <laughs> about that. It's like 
she's not even like funny mean. She's just like mean. It's one thing if you're funny and mean. But she's to a bully. just be like a, a bully, like who do you think you are? Raquel is my on new Vanderpump queen. Rules. Raquel is queen of life. She's so kind. You know, Raquel was always my has always been my mom's favorite person on Vanderpump Rules. Well, your she mom's asks kind. me about Raquel all the time. Oh, she goes, "How stop is that clapping girl? in my face, Lala? <laughs> stop clapping in my face, Lala." She goes. I'd like to try the Witches of WeHo wine, actually. <laughs> this is Raquel. <laughs> Raquel is just a sweatshirt, sweatshirt tube. tube hand. I'll try the Witches of WeHo wine. I'd love to try the Witches of WeHo wine. Thank like, you. Talk about class. T- a fucking class act. I She's love a classy her style. Girl. Her ruffled sleeves. Maybe when we finally do a live show again, I'll dress like Raquel for the next yeah. live show. Hell yeah. I need to channel my queen. Just like a huge ponytail. A, should I do a long ponytail all the way down to the ground, like a wedding train? Yeah, like a tube pony. Mm-hmm. Lots of tubes. Plava Laguna. <laughs> and then I can whip it around like a whip and slap the front row audience in the face with my pain <laughs> like who's like jade on mortal Kombat? yeah if you're a vip ticket holder we'll reserve the front row for you and your vip treat is to get slapped in the face by my ponytail <laughs> and then i'm on stage going oh my god oh my god she just did that oh my god she just did that <laughs> Um, <sighs> Speaking of slapped happened? in the face, slap in the face. It was a slap in the face. Oh, I need to send you. Um, hold on, Danielle was. Just, I just took a snapshot. Danielle just posted this on her Instagram. I think it's Jilly's cake. <laughs> she's like pimping out Jilly's. Oh yeah, Jilly bakes. Really trying to make Jilly bakes a thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this um, episode of this is, by the way, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara, and you're and listening this is to sexy, sexy, unique, unique podcast. Tough Sicilian bitches. bitches. Oh my god! First and foremost, R.I.P. No, no, oh no, 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 Gorga. No, no, Gorga passed is this that, past week. He, yeah, he is that his name, Giuseppe. Is it? No, that's not his name. I just know him it's as like, no, 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 no. Passed away. Teresa and Joey made the announcement, and he'd had a long struggle with heart problems, so it was, it wasn't. I don't think a surprise for them, but nonetheless, a loss. So we are pouring one out for. My heart goes out. I drink a big. I raise my glass of Barolo to you. No, no. Yes. I feel bad. That's hard. I felt They've had a lot so of bad. in their life. And their mother, I think, has passed as well. Not, I don't yeah, know when, died, but she she died a, a while ago, like so, four years. That's just a sad thing to imagine. I feel very he wasn't badly. Old. He wasn't that old, and I'm I was lo- I'm loving all the photos that Teresa has shared of him. I know the one of her car and her little nightgown. Mm-hmm. 
It seems like Nono lived a really full life. He seemed like a happy guy. Yeah. The pictures of him, her and Joey when they were kids are so cute. Yeah, they're so cute. There's one photo. <laughs> okay, so a reader pointed out something to me, which we should talk about, which is that Teresa shared a photo of her on her 17th birthday. Um, oh, yeah, I saw this. So she's 17. And so then Joe Gorga, how much younger is he than her? Is he Someone said seven younger? years, but I I think he's only like three years younger. Okay, because if he's seven years younger, then he's ten years old with a full mustache. Let me see. Yeah, Teresa's forty-seven. He's forty. Okay, so then that I feel like she must have been older than seventeen, unless yeah. he's like Jack from. That Jack movie with Rockboy. <laughs> Maybe he's just like a very well developed Italian boy. I mean, he, he like you guys have to go to her Instagram and see he's uh, Joey is a full he has a mustache and he could be ten. Yeah. Damn. He looks like a, he looks like eighteen. I know. Also, Joe. Nono looks exactly like Joe Judice. Judice. It is Judice. It's not Judice. Yeah. Okay. I'm calling it Judice from now on because that's the Italian pronunciation and I refuse anything other right. than that. Judice. Signora Judice. Yeah, that, that photo was wild though. Also, yeah. Melissa posted a video of, of she's like, I will always miss. Um. I will always miss cooking with with no no and and in the video he basically is yelling at her about not cooking right and says he's going to give her the belt oh. <laughs> she's like I'll miss this I'll like, miss Jesus. this getting threatened with physical abuse while I'm just trying to cook a meal for a man it's sad though and I think my mom was saying that she heard that Joe that Teresa's dad was get was on Joe Judice's case to get uh to become a citizen of America, of of America, and of America, was like, and was really mad at him for oh, like all man. the shit he put his daughter through. So I think Joe Judice and him, I think he was like very disappointed. He finally realized like he wasn't the one. Yeah. Damn. And Joe Joe posted a video. He was like, "Me and my uncle are up on a hill here in Italy, <laughs> raising a glass for for my father in law." A good man. And he got like a little verklempt. Oh. They uh, were close at one point. Yeah, he poisoned his ear. They love each other. They did. Wow, Jilly's cake looks pretty good. Yeah. I don't want like candy like that in my cake, though. There's a literal lollipop with the paper, like, <laughs> stem. Gross. Oh, you'll die. Speaking um, of dying. Speaking of dying. Wait, this I died of... when I found out the name of this episode. Gobble fellas. Gobble fellas? Excuse me. That was You're a fired. real fire to the that. editing. Don't. Um, oh, by the way, Andy Cohen is back in good health. Oh, yeah. He's back in good health. He was reunited with Benjamin last week. Cutie. Love and light to them both. Two cuties. 
two COVID cuties. Um, the gobble fellas. Gobble uh, fellas. That's a we, real. We, that's a citizen's arrest. Hmm. What's the statute of limitations on a citizen's the arrest for a bad episode name? It's fair game. So I'm ready to take things to the next level. I'm ready level. to take things to the court. I've so got we, to be quite honest with you. You're under so arrest. It's, it's Thanksgiving time in North Jersey, and Melissa and Joe and Antonia and Gino are at Corrado's supermarket. And they're, you hear Melissa go, I need to make mozzarella, privalone. <laughs> Her grocery list is my dream. Yeah. She's they like, just, I need a mozzarella, I need a pavlone, I need a panine, I need a prosciutto. And I was just like, yes, 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 yes. She calls it privilone. Privilone. She also, Joe and Melissa pick out a giant dead pig. They just and look it's, at it. Its eyes are like, <laughs> and Joe, Joey like, says, what is that? Joey goes, he's sleeping. <laughs> I also love that Melissa, too, has a white range. Oh, they all do. I live. Uh, where's my white range? Melissa loves meat and blood. She loves nothing more than the blood of a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Joe holds up like a pig, like a cow ass or like pig ass. And he's like, I'm an ass man. <laughs> he's squeezing it for all the. Uh, he loves this. Like he's such an exhibitionist. Yeah. She goes, is that the butt? Yay. 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 Joe is also worthless in the grocery store. He just like goes and gets all the things that like are not necessary. He's like getting like shitty pumpkin pies and stuff and like wheat bread. So straight. She's like, why are you getting the wheat bread? You're driving me fucking crazy. She's like, Kathy's got all the the desserts. Yeah. He just goes like... Just useless man. True useless male energy. And then there's one shot of little... What's the little boy's? Gino. And Gino's little hat. I was like, this is a Joe Gorga in training. Pepino. Oh, he's like just running around, little man. Little Nemo. Dressing little boys like little men is so funny to me. He's little Nemo. Little Nemo. He's in an Italian dream. I don't know what that means. Hey, we got to get the biscotti. They would love the Grove. They would really thrive at the Grove. I miss the Grove so much. I didn't know that they do like those extra TV stuff is like in the Grove. Mm -hmm. Is it still? Or maybe it's in Universal City. I think it used to be in the Grove, but I think it moved because... I don't see it. I mean, I also don't go to the Grove as much as I used to back in the day. Is the One Grove time still I went open? to the Grove. No, the Grove is closed and there are security cars like at the entrance so that you can't go in. Damn it. I know. One time I went to the Grove like around Christmas time and I didn't mean to go there during like a performance, but like Matt Cosmetics was hosting some sort of ballet performance at the Grove, and it was truly like psychedelia, uh, suspiria yeah. hell. I was just like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" But also, it's so it's a lot. They do like little concerts there. Yeah, for like kid, they have like Kid Cella. Mm-hmm. My my, the head writer of Heather's hurt. Um, her daughter went to a Kijella and her whoever took them sent a video and it was like mm-hmm. 
the songs they were singing on stage, like the performers were praising Nick Caruso, the, the Caruso guy. <laughs> like, he's so great. At it, da, da. Like, it was some kind of like propaganda. Caruso forced them to include like propaganda in their Coachella messaging. Wow. Yeah. I love that. That's a true power move. Um, so then we cut to Tari. Tree and Joe, and Ju- Judy. Driving Jay. in the rain to murder a turkey. <laughs> Trees is like, we're going to go get a turkey. And then Joe goes, every turkey gets killed, Tree. Yeah. I was like, okay, Joe was being like reprehensible in the front seat, like being <laughs> hideous to Teresa. But I was like, t- I was like turned on by it. Everything that you said made me laugh. He was like, turn left here, Tree. Come on, Tree. Come on, Tree. Teresa goes, turkey isn't even really an Italian holiday. I was like, what? Of course. Yeah, turkey isn't a holiday. Judice goes, he goes, yeah, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Italy, Tree. <laughs> he goes, look at this traffic. This freaking turkey's pissing me off now. <laughs> it's like this rainy, cold evening. Uh, it's They're cold, f- wet jersey. A dream. Yeah. Oof. I know it well. I just want to be in the range driving to go see the turkeys. But the turkeys <laughs> did make me really sad. I know. I, I know. don't even like turkey. <laughs> well, we, we cut to them. <laughs> we'll just talk about them. At the, they go to this little, like, kind of faux farm. Mm-hmm. And J- when they walk in, Joe threatens to shove Teresa into the oven. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, farm my freaking ass. They finally get there after like driving around in circles because Tree won't like turn when he tells her to. She's like, Are you sure? Every time he tells her to turn, it's like, Yeah, he's fucking sure. He's telling you like the directions. Teresa's coat, by the way, is iconic. (laughs) Her whole outfit is like gorgeous. She actually looks perfect. And they go, She looks stunning. And they're both, but they both get like really weirded out by this turkey farm. It's like one of, you know, there's like places that have like the paint like sample colors on the wall they're like mm-hmm. those little like paint places you know i'm talking about like a paint shop not like uh, i don't know what i'm talking about like swatches no like they they're like it's like when you go to like at a, a a painting company not like a paint store but like a that like does like home refurbishing or whatever and they have like paint samples on the wall Mm-hmm. And they always look like little like tractor trailer kind of things. I don't really know, but okay. Near I me. love. I like where you're going with this. Keep going. I'm just saying it. Paint that's what the farm. That's what it looked like. Like it was like this weird, it's like, like a Home Depot or something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it has like stupid. a it has like a uh, hardware store energy. Yeah. But it's just a turkey and a chicken farm. Yeah, they go back and and <laughs> they go. They're so they're both equally disgusted and horrified by this turkey scene, and, and it's a real they hold meeting one of out. the minds because like Joe and Tree, like the, all the turkey guys are weirded out by Joe and Tree, and they're really weirded out by all the turkey farmers. So it's just like mutual weirdness. And you would think that Joe Judice would be like, "Yo, I'll, sh- I'll fucking kill one," but he's like mm-hmm. truly upset, and he goes, "That thing is scared to death." <laughs> The turkey farmer goes in, gets a sad turkey, and like that a, is a lady. freaked the fuck out, brings her out, like fans her tail up, and he's like, You want this one? 
And then Tree goes, I feel bad. And the turkey guy goes, you don't have to feel bad. And she goes, I do. Sorry. And Joe's like, let's get one that's already dead. Joe is freaked. I think Joe is like, it made me think Joe maybe isn't in the mafia. Yeah, I don't think he's ever killed someone. Because like, you, I would too would think that he'd be down to like just chop a turkey's head off. Or maybe he kills people, but he, with animals, it's harder for him. Yeah, it's like a Tony Soprano energy where he just like can't, he can't do it to the animals. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I was like, I'm never eating turkey again. Yeah, I don't ever want to see, I don't, I mean, I that's horrific. I don't want to. I mean, I eat I it. I, I love turkey, but I I feel bad. thing when you see animals and then you put together that like that is what you're then going to eat. It really brings a new level of like no to eating animals. There was someone on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 or the other way that goes to Tunisia and for their wedding, they, they have to go pick a goat out together. And they're like driving in a pickup truck with a goat in the back like that they're going to eat. They're then going to kill and eat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, when I was in college, like, I dated a Greek guy, and then his family would, like, get a lamb. They'd always, like, roast lambs and stuff at Easter. A Chicago Greek guy? Chicago Greek. But then I also, like, I didn't even put together that lamb is a baby lamb, and it's not a sheep. It's a lamb. And then I was like, well, not eating lamb again. It took me about 35 years to realize that. But once I got there, I was like, I don't think I can do it. My sister used to tell me I was eating actual lamb chop. Oh, no, not lamb chop. Yeah. No. I got Tony a lamb chop toy as like his quarantine toy. And he loves lamb chop. His baby. His baby, oh. So we cut to Kathy, the Wakili house. Kathy's like, Kathy's in, she's, I'm terrified of her when she's in the kitchen. She's at fucking no nonsense in the kitchen. By the way, it's pouring rain, and clearly they filmed it on a different day, but it makes it seem like it's in the same day. It's pouring rain where Teresa and Joe is, and then with the Wakili's, it's like a wash and golden, crisp sunlight. Oh yeah, that are its inconsistencies. Inconsistencies abound because later on in the episode, it's like snowing. Yeah, there's like snow on the ground. But Kathy's like, I've always made the desserts. Tiramisu. And they like, she tells like her son, she's like, can you wash that spatula off? And then he like asked Rich if he wants to lick it. And then at one point, they're kind of joking around, and Kathy just walks up to him grabs the spatula and like puts it in the sink like silently and i was like she's had enough there will be no spatula licking he's like mom mom dad final licks last licks give me that that. she's and then she talks about she's like we're going to joe and melissa's but it's hard she's like i wish we could all be together she's like yes a few years ago Teresa, us the gorgas we went to punta cana that trip looked lit. Yeah. They were all so they went tan. Fucking drunk. Yeah. Drunk as hell. Also, drunk as I hell, tanning. I a recommended YouTube video came up from a year ago and Melissa was on Watch It Happens Live and she told Annie that she doesn't they don't speak to Kathy or Rosie anymore. <sighs> which I was like kind of it made me kind of upset. The drama. They're always not speaking to each other. But it's it's because Kathy was mad at them because she didn't when she get, didn't get asked to come back to 
Rowan J. She was like, she felt like the Gorgas weren't supportive enough. Okay. Well, so. isn't she kind of boring on the show? Like, I mean, this is a fine. She's like fine so far, but she's not. I mean, it's Danielle set the bar very high. Well, Melissa brings drama at least. Yeah. Melissa is like a drama queen. Kathy doesn't bring it. No. Kathy just like in this special in this scene, she's just not in a good mood because Carolyn thinks she's a troublemaker. So she's Carolyn. still really upset at being a troublemaker. Carolyn. Carolyn. <laughs> Carolyn Manzo. Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. Carolyn Bissett Manzo. Um, God, so chic. Um, <sighs> oh my god, another, by the way, another Kennedy died. Oh yeah. So sad. Oh, Robert Mother and Bobby, son. Bobby Kennedy's granddaughter and her son. Went out on a kayak to go retrieve like a ball or something. And yeah, then they, just disappeared. They found their bodies, I think. Oh, they did. So yeah. they just have a kayak. Did the kayak flip or something? Yeah. I mean, it was in like the Chesapeake Bay, which is huge. So I, damn. Damn, though. That's something, so sad. Something's so, got to be quite honest with you. I've got to be quite honest with you. I smell a curse. I smell a curse. We got to get Danielle um, Staub on the case or Detective Dale. This seems like a case for Detective Dale. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, MeUndies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So, yeah, Kathy's not in a good mood. Rich is so funny, though. <laughs> His necklace? Iconic. Iconic. Tiramisu! Three kinds of tiramisu! She really um, goes we... crazy for desserts. Yeah. Well, you'll see. Caroline It's like Albert... psychotic. It's a lot. It's a real dessert psychosis. I appreciate man... it. But it's, it's like a, a trip. Mm-hmm. The Manzos minus Albie and Chris are going up to see Lauren's v- boyfriend's deli mm-hmm. that his family runs. It's the in Scalia Monroe, deli. New York. Monroe, New York, which is on the border, somewhat close to the border of New Jersey. For all Do you, you know where it is. Hey! Do you know where it is, though? It's, you know I it looked is? up yesterday so I could say this. It's on the line. You see the dotted line of the border? It's up in above North Jersey. It's no, Monroe, right. New York. Below Poughkeepsie, not that far, probably 40, 45 minute drive, maybe an hour of traffic. All right, then. You still get to All be right, from then. All right, then. I'm I'll give you heat. this time, but I'm going to give you heat. <laughs> far my freaking ass. Far my freaking ass. An hour in traffic, more like an hour and a half. Yeah, you thought you were from Jersey. Fuck off. Vafangu. So they're driving <laughs> up. Lauren's in the backseat, and she says something like, Everyone says my family's in the mob, and it's so stupid. Yeah, because Vito's. Like, she says that Vito's dad is from Sicily. Oh, she's like, yeah, Vito's dad is from Sicily. When you hear Sicily, you think, oh, there must be in the mafia. Mm-hmm. But but are her isn't her family from Sicily? I think so, or Naples, mm-hmm. or I don't know. Anyways, everyone from Italian, <laughs> everyone that's Italian is in the mafia is basically it's what true. you need to take away. Um, Simon, the mafia apparently is thriving right now in Italy. 
like because because of covid or they're busy like they're doing a lot of like illegal and i said good for them uh because of covid or just like in general i think just because it's there's like pandemonium there so they're like able to they're operating and like doing businesses yeah i was worried about the mafia because with like the in the digital age it becomes much harder to do the kind of black market business that the mafia is so good at doing yeah so it really is like the end of a specific type of organized crime and kind of the beginning of a different of a different ilk if you will because if you think about like hackers and stuff are not gonna be like mafia dudes so much so you never know in 2020 you never know they t- I took I, a programming class at two. I love when they come in. So the Scalia family is their their deli is called Little Italy, and it's <laughs> in this shopping mall in Monroe, New York, and it's it looks so good. Oh my god! I want everything that's in there. But I love how snobby the Manzos are with the Scalia family. Like yeah, they're, they're pretty they're, shitty to them. They're very like. When they walk in, Caroline makes this kind of face like mm. and they're very like, I'm going to say it. It's very like how new money treats people they perceive as lower than them. Yeah. You see it. When you see I that. See it. I see it. Also, I was shocked at how much nicer Vito's family is to Lauren than her own family is to her. Oh, my God. The mom. Vito's Denise. mom is like, she's like, she's like. Oh my god, your daughter's a godsend. She's like, I love her. Oh, come here, honey. Caroline's and then like, you can have her. Peter, Vito's brother, is hot. Yeah, he is. They <laughs> they eat they eat a bunch of shit. Albert is like on his phone, doesn't look up from it. I was like, yeah, rude. I'm jealous hater alert. Power play. They pressure to <laughs> they 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 all pressure Lauren to slice some meat. <laughs> To prepare her for her future. I know. Of just like slicing prosciutto endlessly. They put an apron on her. She's like, I don't want to slice. And Vito's like, come on. You got to slice. Slice and And then the Manzos are like talk. They're like all talking about like. They're just so like gauche about their wealth. Like they're like, my kids are so fortunate. Like it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. We get it. You're rich. I don't know. But it's like very space. It's very humble brag. Yeah, then Albert Sr. says Lauren has the best instincts. And then I'm like, that's because you've shit on her for like her entire life. So she's been forced to like develop killer survivalists. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, you're so right. They were way nicer to her than the Manzos were. I was shocked. Like her family was nice. Also, does her dad was her dad was Vito's dad mic'd up? He barely speaks. He's just smiling. He's just so happy. I think he's like straight up Italian. He doesn't speak English. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> another guy who, who. He's like, who's Ciao, made that movie Life is Beautiful." He is Robert. What's his face? Yeah, Roberto Benini. He I read at all the Oscars events. He was just he was just going like he was like a mime. He literally would just like stand up on his seat and like trot across like four people's laps and be like, "Hey, arrivederci." And everyone was like, ah! Yeah, that (laughs) That was was the kind of Italian energy we really needed. I also love, like, making a movie that truly is, like, harrowing and so sad. Like, a nary a lull to be found. 
when you think about it. And then him being like this kind of like Italian, uh, uh, like, like mis- he's like he's, he's like, like the mini- Italian Mister Bean. <laughs> yeah, he's like how you say I so happy. <laughs> he like oh, walked you. up onto the. He like walked up onto the stage like on stilts. Yeah. He like skipped like Pied Piper, like skipped around and everyone was just like charmed. They were like, this is how they do it in Italy. And now he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, that was like a one and done moment for him. (laughs) But I also am just like wildly like enamored of Italians. Like a kick out of them. Except for now that I've watched my brilliant friend. I'm a little bit more saddened by the their culture. Misogyny. The misogyny. I didn't realize, I guess, how deep it went. Like, it always just seemed, like, hilarious to me. And then it actually is, like, not that funny. They were a fascist. They were a fascist nation. Mm-hmm. That's the face I make. I'm like, mm-hmm. But we are, too, so. Yeah, I mean, everyone um, is. Ashley. Yeah, just, oh, sorry. Oh, my God. She comes over Ashley to terrorize arrives. Albie and Critifer. <laughs> Critifer and Greg. Critifer. And Greg. Also, Greg's face. Lol. The gays have no time for Ashley. No. He, Greg like, is sitting I in the corner Greg. just like staring at her. And I was like, this is how, like, truly, if the gays have no time for you, you need to worry about that. Yeah. Like, if you're we talking... And a gay man is looking at you like Greg looks at Ashley. You need to go home and think about what you've done wrong. I agree. Ashley's like, probably like, gays love me. Yeah, she thinks that she's like a hit with the gays. (laughs) Greg had no time for it. Greg was like, I gotta go scrub some toilets. He's like holding, was he holding his dog? He was just like, like, can't even like entertain her shenanigans in like a fun flirty way he's just like over it ashley like flirts with her cousins yeah it's weird we learned that ashley christopher and lauren shared a room when they were kids and albie just got his own room because he's al because he's al i guess it also the firstborn son really does get yeah the, the jesus effect or something Ashley still can't get over the commute to Manhattan. I love it. Christopher's like five million people a day commute from Jersey to Manhattan. So like, what's your damage? And she's like, would it be crazy to ask for my own apartment? And it's like, yes, it's fucking crazy. You're a bitch. Also, Christopher says something and she goes, I'm going to punch you in the face. I was like, <laughs> what? Stop flirting with him. You're related. They like, they neg her so hard, though. I thought that they gave pretty sound advice. What did they neg her for? Albie was like, you don't well, have the money. She doesn't have money. But she they don't either. The show? Probably a little. But I, I think it's very rich that Albie and Christopher are lecturing her in an apartment paid for by their parents. Yeah, but I mean, they're also not like shitheads to their parents. Well, I mean, Albie flunked out of college. I don't know. But- I, I, I mean, they... They give her, I mean, the advice is real. She's an idiot and needs to be like, be real about this. And I totally, I mean, I think everything they said was right, but it was annoying for me to come for, it was annoying to hear that from Albie, who is like in this, a failure. probably, 
Yeah, and also in this like apartment in Hoboken with a skyline view of Manhattan, it's probably so expensive. And they don't have jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Like they so pot calling the kettle black for me. I have to be quite honest with you. But yeah, Ashley, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to punch you in the face. She goes, I just want to be like Carrie Bradshaw. I was like, no, but that was also me. When I was that <laughs> age, <laughs> I fully was just like, I don't know. Flashback. Me. Later, later that night, I got to thinking. Yeah, later that night, I got to thinking, oh my God, after you posted your maybe some of the best work of your entire career, which was this whole final, like, go get our girl scene from this Thank Sex you. in the City finale. Get that much love. Um, I then went back. I fully went to a Sex in the City K-hole. Like, immediately after watching that, I just turned on HBO Now and started playing Sex in the City DJ with myself, which yes. led me to watching the entire... 6b season up to those two finale episodes so watching like from yeah. the beginning through splat and then I, so thank you for sending me on that trip down memory splat. i'm so splat bored i could die hey carrie do you have a cigarette no i don't oh, do you have a lighter no i don't smoke anymore oh fuck, fuck you, you. G- fucking geriatrics <laughs> <laughs> remember when we went to remember when we go to like fun anymore. we were like 12 we're like 12. You want some Coke? You want some blow? I know. I love Carrie acting all like sanctimonious, being like, mm, people still do that. While it's the like, snow is coming down in Manhattan, inside, it was going up. <laughs> <laughs> That's truly one of the great. Kristen Johnson is fucking one amazing. Of the greatest performances of our time. I remember watching that episode and feeling shocked and I still was even shocked even though I've seen that episode now like 10 times. I still it never fails to shock me. It's a crazy it's actually it's a very dark scene. It's incredibly dark. It's the darkest sex in the city ever gets. And truly Carrie's acting like a fucking freak in that season. Can we all just be honest about that? She literally meets this guy and within literally a week and a half, she's like, I'm moving to Paris. I'm quitting my job. She's like going to leave her life behind. I'm like, you're 40 years old. Like you can, you're in debt. Like you cannot afford your apartment. You can't, you you should not be leaving your job right now. You're going to quit your job and go move to Paris. What are you thinking? You freak. Truly, what is going through your head right now? Stop. Don't do it. You cannot go to Paris, you bitch. You're quitting your job. We're about to be in a recession. (laughs) And then she yells at Miranda for being like, Miranda's like, I think what you're doing is very wrong. And she's like, Be honest. You just don't like him. Be honest. And it's like, yeah, she doesn't fucking like him. He acted rude. Why does he have to act so rude at the dinner table? Like Samantha's trying to lol about like the fucking vibrator and like everyone's being normal except for your rude boyfriend who makes a snide Billy Joel comment. And like, yeah, he's really hot and rich, but that doesn't mean he can just be rude. Don't be fucking rude. And then you're fucking rude. You're going to go to your best friend. You're yelling your best friend on the street. You're wearing a crazy hat. She also just starts wearing crazy hats. And that's when you know, like, she's lost the plot. Your best friend is a lawyer. Your best friend's a lawyer. She has your best interest. She's literally just concerned. She's the most 
about your bills. the most rational person in your fucking life. How are you going to pay off your fucking credit card statements, Carrie Bradshaw? You don't have any she, money. You're going to go now move to Paris? Sucks. She fucking it's, sucks. And she's it's so crazy. she's always so fucking hard on Miranda. I know. Miranda's Miranda out here also doing the in right the movie thing. in the movie when she says, "You guys are crazy for getting married." Like she was that didn't fucking cause it. That didn't no. cause Big being a dick. That actually had for, nothing to do with him getting had like, nothing to do with it. Nothing it to do separate. with him. Yeah. And then Carrie going, I have been trying and replaying that day in my head for the last six months. And you have been hiding this from me. <laughs> and you know what? I think it was stupid to, to leave Steve there. And then Marina goes, Carrie, Carrie, I but love I like, you. That's what Carrie, Miranda, I love you. Miranda's always screaming, Carrie, Carrie, I love you. And it's like, Carrie just doesn't get it. No. Did she just, and then for her to be like, go get her girl. I'm like, God, Miranda, you're too forgiving. Yeah, you're in, you're actually like a good friend. Carrie and Miranda are truly my brilliant friend. They are. Carrie is Lila. I think Miranda Miranda's and Carrie lady. were really, they were, they were like the best of friends. They're, truly ride or die friends but carrie was a really good friend when she walked her down the aisle at her mom's funeral that was a good friend move that was good that was nice of her a caring thing to do i love that episode god damn if carrie i'm like if you fucking go to paris you better not carrie god damn you better not fucking go to paris don't fucking go fucking do that I love your hey, dating guy for like three weeks. And you're like, I'm going to move. I'm moving to Paris. I'm moving to Paris. I just want to like go there. You literally are not going to have a job. Where do you get your income? Then she sees the wine stain on her book. And she's like, oh, that was, that was when I knew. Okay, we should get back. To okay, sorry. <laughs> um, no, Anyways. Ashley. So Ashley goes back to Jack and Chris's house. And they come home and Jacqueline and Chris are like, wow, the kitchen's cleaned. And then Jacqueline goes, Ashley's bedroom was totally cleaned. Who did this? Who, did, who could have done such a thing? Then Ashley who organized comes in. Downstairs? She has a ponytail in. She's all fresh-faced. She is, she's like, I just took the dog. They were like, where were you? And she goes, I just took the dog for a walk. She goes, he's a real spaz. And you cut to the dog, and it's literally like losing its mind. It's like, get me away from this woman. Who is this Ashley, woman? Jacqueline and Chris look truly afraid of Ashley. This is a this is a moment like in the horror movie where you know that the who the murderer is and the murderer is Ashley, but like the protagonists don't know, and you're like, mm-hmm. get out of there, get out of there, and like that's that's what this scene is. It's like when Clarice goes to Buffalo Bill's house. It's totally Clarice and Ashley is Buffalo Bill and the dog. Was she one of those great big fat people? <laughs> oh. Was she one of those great big fat people? Did that Please. actor who played Buffalo Bill ever act again? Mm-hmm. He was in Shutter Island. He's been in a bunch of shit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So we cut to... Yeah, so she... Jacqueline Ashley's like yeah I just want to help out more around the house 
So she's just trying to like suck up so that she gets an apartment, which I'm like, well, at least you're doing like, okay, if that's what it's going to take for you to like get what you want, then at least you're playing ball. At least you're helping your family. Yeah. But they, she, they're like afraid she's going to murder them, I think. Yeah. They're like, we're calling in a security guard just to like keep watch (laughs) of the house because something ain't right. And I'm like that you made a good decision because Ashley Menendez is fully channeling payment. So then it's Thanksgiving morn. <sighs> the Judite house. Judice, you hear Teresa Melania goes, go gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. Melania Thanksgiving makes Melania fucking blood hungry. Teresa has like rollers in her hair. She's like fully like she's in the kitchen she's having a friendsgiving with the manzos the loritas and kim g or kim d <laughs> adriana is also so cute she's so big she's walking she's like trying to get spoons out of drawers tree goes, goes my kitchen is pazza she goes pazzo pazza it means, means crazy. crazy and then you just see her go she gets down on her knees and she goes to Adriana, no, no, no. And then Adriana goes, no, no, no. <laughs> I love her like discipline with these kids is like not the best. Then Gia and Gabriella are setting the <laughs> the like tablecloth down for their where they're having Thanksgiving. And <laughs> Gia's like being like a, a marm about how to do everything right. And then Gabriella turns to Teresa and she goes, Mom! Tell Gia to stop ordering me around. She goes, will someone tell Gia she's doing it wrong? She's like growling. She's she probably feral. is doing it wrong. Yeah. Gabriella knows. And then Teresa and Gia have like an awkward conversation where Teresa's like, everything doesn't have to be perfect. Even though I do, I do say that all the time. She's like, you say that all the time, mama. She says, you know, and I, and well, first she is like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, you know, like I, I put bows in all your hair and I do everything. This is I'm her like, August Osage perfect. County, like <laughs> monologue moment. If this were a staged play, this is like the lights would like go down and it would just be like a spotlight on Teresa and she would like Tracy give this Lutz monologue. Going. Yeah. Tracy, let's ask monologue. You know, I, I put bows in your hand. I just want the girls to to wear their dresses and look nice. And it doesn't have to be perfect. But sometimes I feel like if it's not perfect, what is life? And Jesus is like, okay. I get the tomato. I go back to boil the pasta. She has her own Thanksgiving itinerary. Yeah. And then we cut to... Melania is pulling Gia across the room by her hair. Melania is fully like an evil spirit on Thanksgiving. You know, Teresa has an Italy apron on. <laughs> Joe is sleeping. I know. Unhelpful. Unhelpful. Then we cut to the Gorgas house. She has all her sisters over. Her this hot brother-in-law, so Joey. Good. Her porny brother-in-law. Joey, her mom who? is there. Her mom looks younger than her daughters. Who's her mom? That blonde lady. I didn't even notice her. Her mom is like blonde and looks actually younger than her sisters do. Wow, chic. 
So they're getting all, all the. They're taking shots. Taking shots. They're like, oh, we. And then and one of them goes, that's the last shot before appetizers. <laughs> I love like taking multiple shots before you've even eaten your appetizers. Melissa goes, in Italian culture, the women are generally in the kitchen. I was like, cool. The men just sleep sleep around. They sleep around and take shots. Get blackout. Get blackout and like beg to fuck you. And like J.O. together. <laughs> they dock. <laughs> they, they, dock <laughs> they dock their, their big uncut Italian kielbasas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kathy arrives with the desserts and she is... I made mini pumpkin pies, mini apple pies, chocolate peanut butter brownies, biscotti, biscotti, biscotti. Three kinds of tiramisu. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's like, it almost looks deranged. It is a little bit deranged. And I, you can tell everyone is kind of like uh, off put by it a little. They're all like, they're like, wow, this is incredible, Kathy. But I also like appreciate Kathy. Like Kathy realized that she needed to make a dessert buffet and she went above and beyond to like create a buffet table. She and created so an experience. For that I have nothing but respect for my queen. I also think Kathy's she knows what she's doing and she's trying to market herself. Yeah. Does she try and get into like baking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh she does? Oh, okay. Smart. Yeah. Melissa's but, wearing a mink apron. Also I, I love Joey Wakili, her son. I love what a, like a charmer he is. <laughs> he's also like 12 years old. He's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> like, he's just so like, you know, those kids. There's so, but like, there's a scene from, it was like next week on Jersey and he's sitting with his mom and he goes, and he's like, you know, every once in a while, like I'm going to have a drink on a Friday night. And she's like, no. And I'm like, you're literally 10. You're telling your mom this, like you're like a 31 year old man. That's a weird scene. Yeah, I'm like, Joey, like, what are you talking about? You see uh, our first glimpse of Rosie, Kathy's Ugh. sister. Yeah. Kathy's mom is there. Mama Gorga. Mama. And then Joe is like, come out in one minute. One minute, Melissa. One minute. You hear me? And so everyone has to go outside. And then Joe has inexplicably gotten a mechanical bull. On Thanksgiving, I can't think of anything worse. I can't think than, of why than being, on earth. Than being full. <laughs> and jostled around on a bowl and like thrown <laughs> off of it. Full of wine and like potatoes. <laughs> Demonic like, potatoes. spew vomit yeah. like across everyone. <laughs> um, Joe basically a got a bowl ba- because Melissa didn't fuck him for four days. So this is like it's his revenge. So horny. <laughs> There's also a shot of baby Joey looking disapprovingly. Yes, I saw that too. (laughs) Baby Joey is not amused. So Joe Gorga goes on it. And Melissa goes on it. And then Richie goes on. And he wears a leather gimp mask. Joe goes on it. And as Joe's like peacocking in in front of all his relatives, riding this bull, he goes, no, I know what my wife feels like. He's Jesus. In. This is his first. This was like the spark that led him into like loving to get pegged. Yeah. He's like, oh, I felt something down there. Baby Joey's like, mm. <laughs> I don't think so. The Manzos. I also, there's a shot of the Manzos walking up to the Judice, Judice house. 
And it just reminds me, it's so Jersey suburban, like holiday night. You just see this like well-dressed family walking together, like clip clocking through the cold air with like, you know, like a offering of pie or something Mm -hmm. walking into a house. I've seen it. Yeah. It's very like suburbs energy. Square toed shoes. You all like the girls had to put their tights on. You have to like put your tights on and a dress. Mm -hmm. That Thanksgiving look. God, it's like like, brown tights. mm -hmm. Brown tights. Or like if you're going for like Easter or something like that. And then you're just like getting all the dresses and your bows are in your hair. And then you're ready to like go. Go to a family friend. It's very family friend energy. So family friend. Teresa's Thanksgiving looks kind of painful. It's sad. It's sad. It's not like like the Gorga's Thanksgiving looks amazing. And Teresa's is like very sad giving. It's sad. She, they do like a to- when everyone gathers, they do a toast, and Teresa gets like genuinely teared up, like mm-hmm. saying like, you know, I've had a re- we've had a really hard year, and you guys have been like my family, and I really appreciate all of you. And you, she gets kind of choked up, and everyone's like, it's okay, Teresa. And then in the background, you hear Kim D go, Tree, it's okay to show your emotions. <laughs> it's good to show your emotions. It's good to show your emotions, Tree. I love Kim <laughs> D's is there. Kim D arrives, and truly, it's like a tales of the crypt when the door opens and she leans down <laughs> she goes happy thanksgiving miss gia and then comes in i was just like ah! she is like ah i go away this, this i go away to the tomato witch she's like no she goes and she gets comes some to i know she's a, she a mountain goblin she a, toma- <laughs> she a tomato goblin tomato. she ruined the crop Teresa had to talk Gia off a ledge because she thought the tomato goblin had come in to ruin that year's crops. I know a tomato goblin when I see one. It's Kim. Oh, Mama, I know. I suspect I knew one was in the town. But now that I see her face, it's her. And then Teresa's like, now, now, Gia, it's fine. She's my friend. No, she come for the tomatoes. She come to ruin my crops. No, and then Kim D's like, why are you talking about? I don't know, Miss Gia. What you talking about? It's fine. And then whenever Teresa's not looking... Whenever Teresa's not looking, Kim D's face does like devil's advocate morphs into a goblin and it, she is the tomato goblin. And you see her, mama, yeah. I knew it. I knew it, mama. She's going to ruin the whole crops. Uh, then we want have tomatoes for a year. What about the sauce, mama? Don't you even care about this family? And then Gia runs into the garden and sticks like crucifixes into the yard. <laughs> Lights, puts little candles down like, an, like a prayer candle. Gia lights like a torch on foot. She like makes a makeshift torch, like wraps some cloth around like a stick and lights it. And like you hear a knock on the door and Gia's face is just lit in flames. And she's like, we must have killed the tomato goblin. We must have sacrificed her. Yeah. She's like, get out of this house. Get out. And like runs Kim (laughs) D out of the house. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Miss Gia? I go get the holy water. Um, And then... At one point, you hear Juicy Joe go, they're talking about their turkey day. We're going to pick out turkeys. And he goes, I got turkey poop in my throat. <laughs> and then and then they're all talking about, like, how scary it would be to shoot a turkey. And Caroline goes, my family had a country home. I used to shoot a twenty-two. And then she imitates shooting a rifle. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. She goes, we used to shoot groundhogs. I was like, That's great. That's all you used to shoot. She knows <laughs> her dad taught them all how to shoot, fire a rifle. 
Yeah. Melissa has like a 40 person table in their giant ass foyer. It literally stretches through the house, like out the door and down the block. (laughs) (laughs) This is the longest table. (laughs) I'd want to be there so much more than the Gorga, the Judas's. As soon as I saw those stuffed artichokes, I felt a rumble (sighs) in my tumble and I was like, that's where I need to be. At one point, Kathy takes a bite from one of them and goes, "Mm." they look so good. Camera close. She goes, Ooh. Melissa does a toast and she goes, Thank you, dear Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus, for my loving husband, my beautiful family. And it's like and this amazing, joyous. And then we cut back to the Gorg, the Judices, and you hear <laughs> Melania <laughs> screams of agony in the background. She straight up slaps Gabriella across the face. <laughs> and then Teresa She's goes, Flipping Ham. out. Teresa goes in, she goes, total mother momo yeah on melania she, she bends down on her knees and she goes no you do not slap your sister and she grabs her really i know that that arm that hole. grab oof i hate a grab but you know we've all we all know that mom grab we all know the mom grab it hurts Ooh, you're oh. like, and then and you, whip you around kind and you of instantly like, like you like ham it up how much it hurts ow ow <laughs> And then she's like, you tell your sister you said sorry. And then Melania I don't want to tell her. And then runs up the stairs and starts running across the marble floors. I don't want to tell her. charges after her. And you see that she's wearing a backless. Like she's wearing like like a Celine Dion. Like, you know, that like backwards suit Celine wore. Mm-hmm. Teresa's wearing like a, a jacket, but like backwards. So her bra is showing. <laughs> Love that. She's just running through. Melania's like, fuck Thanksgiving. I hate this fucking holiday. I hate this place. I hate turkey. I'm going to, I'm going to the Elks Club. I'm out of here. I want a cigar. I need a cigar and a stiff glass of brandy. I'm heading down to Knights of Columbus. Hey, I'll be back later. Don't I? Don't back. wait up. <laughs> Don't wait up, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you sons <laughs> she of bitches? She gets on her four-wheeler and gets the hell out of there. You sons of bitches? <laughs> you sons of bitches always ruining Thanksgiving. I hate turkey. I'm going down to Knights of Columbus. Hey, Ma, you leave some of that pie. Don't and you Gia, eat all the pie. shut the fuck up. Gabrielle, I'll deal with you later. Gabrielle, you're a snitch. <laughs> I got a slap waiting for you when you're at home. I'm slapping a punch. I got a slap waiting for you. I'm going to kick you right in the gut. Ashley. Also, there's this part where Gia and Chris are like, Chris is trying to be like, yeah, he like flirts with Gia. (laughs) I was like, you'll be my wedding date. I was like, they're everyone's putting Vito and Lauren. Are they engaged now or they're just dating? They're just dating. But Gia spreads a rumor. Putting them on the spot to like get engaged. And then ready. Yeah. Then Gia spreads a rumor. And then we see that Ashley has a Blackberry touch. And I was like, that's chic. Ashley goes, Teresa, I had such a good time. And my friend's actually coming to get me. And I was like, where's she going? That was such, she's going to smoke weed and like drink and drive. I was like, that truly (laughs) took me back to my days as a teen being like at the family function but then just like texting and like waiting for a friend to come and get me so I could get out of there and go get fucked up. Yep. I know it well. I think we all I do. It. Yeah. 
It's like, I gotta go. I got, I'm gonna go smoke crack. My friends are coming. We <laughs> got some white powder. We think it's meth. We don't really know, but we're gonna try and smoke it. You think it might be angel dust? Who knows? We're gonna go down Clinton Road. We're gonna drive around. Bye. We got a twelve. We got an eighteen. We had a case of beer, and so we're just gonna go drive while drinking. Then back at the the Casa Gorga, um, they're just talking. They, Joe is getting kind of like wine drunk, and he starts thinking about Teresa, and he's like, "I miss her." He's reminiscing on the letter she wrote, and he feels lost. You go. Kathy cries. Kathy's like, to imagine my kids in this position someday, it just kills me. She's doing the napkin dab on the corners of her eyes. Joe Gorga keeps keeps going, my sister, my sister was an amazing sister. I'm like, (laughs) okay. It's clear. We get it. She's your sister. Then Joe Giudice is also talking about the relationship breakdown between Tree and Joe Gorga. And he says, claims that Tree gave Joe Gorga money when no one else would and that she put him on the map. He calls him a pipsqueak. <laughs> How did she put Joe Gorga on the map? I love. And then we flashes back and we he, they were at her housewarming party. So they were talking then. Mm-hmm. And Teresa brings Joe up to the front and she goes, everyone says we look alike. And then it cuts to Joe Juiche and he goes, hey, Tree, I'm never going to kiss you again. <laughs> and then Gorga's like, I'll kiss you, Joe. And they cut to Melissa in the crowd and they're like, don't you think we look alike? And you just see Melissa go, no. <laughs> but at the Gorga's house, like they're being actually like loving. It's just like you see like the dichotomy mm-hmm. and hot, porny brother-in-law who was like really aggro towards judice and he's like listen joey she's your sister at the end of the day you gotta make it up to her my brother died that was it you know she it's still your sister i was like damn (laughs) i was like okay red eyes his eyes are like bloodshot to hell and back alcoholic red Teresa is also taking a trip down memory lane with like cards that people wrote each other. Like Teresa's pulling receipts that don't matter. If you've like moved on and you really are wanting to like get back on track, you don't like pull out these cards from like, like a thank you note that someone randomly wrote you. Caroline has truly like had it up to here. You can tell she's like exasperated. She like wants nothing to do with this drama anymore, but like now can't get out of it. Jacqueline like drops her son on his head. <laughs> well, <laughs> Teresa apparently Melissa brought a card over that said, and the handwriting was such a troll too. It was like bubble handwriting, and mm-hmm. you see, Melissa wrote a card to, to Teresa and said, "God bless you guys in your in your redone home. Enjoy." <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I don't think that she's i mean it's bitchy but i don't think she's trying to be like no i mean i think she i think she was being a little i think it was like a little bit bitchy i think melissa just like let it go melissa tweaks too yeah she's like she's one of the people that's like a bitch but then she's not as messy as Teresa, so she pulls it off a little bit better she yeah she hides behind her but then so Teresa to get back at her over christmas last year um, Melissa brought sprinkle cookies as like a dessert to the Judice's house, and Teresa <laughs> got so enraged. 
and threw out the cookies in front of. She goes, I don't like sprinkle cookies. I like pinoli. I hate sprinkle cookies, which is really awkward because both Jacqueline and Carolyn Manzo, I think, brought sprinkle cookies to her Thanksgiving this year. I like pignoli. And then you hear, and then Kim D goes, they're my favorite too. <laughs> And then Joe goes, I don't like pinoli. I think they're disgusting. I don't like anything with nuts. I don't like anything with a peanut in it. Joe Giudice also goes, Melissa, she didn't grow up with class. <laughs> like, you did? Tree you literally also, call your wife a C word. <laughs> <laughs> Tree hates getting told sound advice by people with a, their head on straight. Caroline's like, with stuff like this, you just gotta forget it, Tree. You gotta move on. And then Tree looks like Tony when Tony's like all hyped up and like confused. You like can't talk any sense into him and he needs to have like a timeout to just like recalibrate. And that's how yep. Tree, her facial expression is like, she just wants to fight. Yeah, she's just angry. She's, she's just she has so, so much rage towards, towards her whole Joe. situation, towards yeah. Judice, Juicy Joe in particular. It's all about Joe. Yeah. And then Teresa goes, I wrote the letter. I poured my heart out to him. I'm like, the letter was like, I love you. Please call me. That wasn't like pouring your heart out. And then Melissa back at the house is like, yeah, she says, whatever you think I did to you, I'm sorry. (laughs) We see that that's what Teresa, like she doesn't, she did no accountability. No, just pouring her heart out. Just sad. Joey, Joe's like, the only family I got is my wife and Kathy and Rich. Then we see a baby Melissa who was kind of butch when she was younger. Yeah, Melissa starts, they all start crying. And she's like, my dad died when I was 17. Like, I know what it's like to not get to say everything you wanted to say. Yeah. And she says, Joe Gorga is just like her father. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Then Joe Gorga says he agrees to sit down with Tree and try and work things out. I know this scene well. I love I love Joey stoned drunk Joey. Yeah, he's definitely smoked some weed in the backyard. His slurred impassioned Thanksgiving speech. My, he goes, you know what, Joey G? She's just she sister. Joe, <laughs> she's your sister still. My brother died three years ago, and I didn't get to say everything I wanted to say to him. And then you just see Kathy again. So then everything solved, and then Joe Gorga goes, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, down to the 40 <laughs> foot long table. <laughs> Someone down the block, Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you! They're my favorite cookies, too, Teresa. It's good to show your emotion. It's good to show your emotions, Tree. <laughs> and hey! then always is and piping la- up. Later that night, Gia drove, ran her over. <laughs> Melania ran the goblin over in her car on her ATV yeah. on the way to the on the way to the Knights of Columbus. <laughs> on the way home from Knights of Columbus, Melania was drunk on brandy and <laughs> and th- swerved because she thought she was swerving to miss a deer in the road and accidentally ran over Kim D but killed the killed the tomato goblin. <laughs> but unfortunately, the tomato goblin can only truly be killed by a stake through the heart. So now Kim D is just like a walking dead tomato goblin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. Now I want it to be Thanksgiving. 
I know. It was really making me crave Thanksgiving. Also, my parents are moving back to Jersey. Jersey. So I'm going to have my Thanksgiving in Jersey again. Oh, my God. I love that. Love it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It feels like Thanksgiving because we're spending so much time indoors. It's almost as though the seasons are changing, but. I truly like. Do you see Cincinnati, that local news saying like, we're doing a new segment just to make you laugh. And it's called what day is it? And it's just flashing letters. And it's like, do, 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 do. And it goes, what day is it? And then, and then it cuts to this like meteorologist. And then he just goes, Wednesday. <laughs> and they're doing that every day until this is over. Love that. <laughs> just to make you laugh. I love like them coming. I like imagining all of them in a room coming up with that sketch. I like, yeah, I like like leaning into just the dystopia of it all. Just absurdity. Well, well, follow. We're us. gonna keep making you laugh. We'll keep making you laugh. Follow us. Follow Carrie. Follow Laura. Laura Marie. And follow. Uh, follow. Uh, you You can send us emails that we read on the bonus episodes. Next bonus episode. For next week, we're going to do all reader mail because we have so many re- good reader mails. Um, you can send emails to sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com. You can sign up to become a patron for bonus episodes and throwback episodes. There's literally, if you're looking for more sexy, unique content, there's probably two weeks worth of content on Patreon waiting for you to get involved. Um, so that's patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. If you are feeling like you need some cozy merch, you can go to larsmarie.com or you can go to sexyuniquestore.com. Buy it. It's so good. The merch. It's so good. The merch is amazing. Laura and, and I are both on Cameo now. So you can, if you want a, a personalized Cameo message to get you through these quarantine blues. We are both on our respective cameos doing cameos. So if yeah. you want to just hop on, pay a little dough. It's not much. We'll give you a, a sweet and sexy quarantine vibe. Yeah, we'll make it <laughs> worth your while. So there's lots of options. Um, thanks for listening. Love and light. Love and light. Bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.